Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Two huge milestones that we need to address from this past weekend, Callie. And I'm guessing... One of them you didn't even realize happened. Okay. It has to do, the, the, the one that you didn't realize happened has to do with us as parents. The other one has to do with your parents. Oh, yeah. My parents celebrated their 39th wedding anniversary. What day was that that we saw them? Was it Saturday morning? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Happy anniversary to my mom and dad. 39 years. That's a long time. And they still like each other, which is Awesome. That made me do the math. And um, my parents, my mom passed in 2019, but have are approaching 50 next year. Oh, really? Would have been 50 years. That's so long. I mean, it's I mean, it's so long, but it's also like admirable, remarkable. No, you know? it's awesome. And you know what's really depressing? What? We will never make that milestone. Why? Because we're old. We got married late. We got married when I was, what? 50 years? That means all I have to do is live to 92. But the average lifespan is like in the 70s. What about me is average? Oh, okay. You're right. You are right. You will live to be 105. I we will celebrate our 50th wedding anniversary. I had my grandmother on my dad's side lived into her 90s. Um, and I think I had of an uncle or had an uncle or a great uncle that was over 100. I have relatives on both sides of my family that have lived to be over 100. Yes. See, look at we got genes. We got old people genes. We are good. So anyways, happy anniversary to your parents. That's number one. Number two, the milestone that you didn't even realize happened occurred Saturday morning when we were uh, taking pictures of Ellie. We we drove out um, to have like a, prof- I guess, a professional photo shoot, like yeah. an official photo shoot, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. that you do with a baby. And we became those people in public making ridiculous, obnoxious noises to try to get Ellie to look. I was debating in my head, well, not only to look, but to laugh because we wanted smiles. And Jeff was holding her and I was like, all right, I know there's one thing that I know is going to make her smile, but I have to swallow my pride and be able to do this in front of the photographer and the joggers jogging by and people walking their dog. And the and person who, who was walking their dog and actually stopped to watch us taking pictures. So we were in the middle of a field and I started not only singing Itsy Bitsy Spider because the song itself does not do it. It's like the whole motions of like, you know, yeah. out came the sun and then you do your arms like you cross them and then you make like a big sun. Um, and that's what makes her smile. Now we did get the smile, but I cannot even believe that I was singing in front of other people. Yep. And, um, I was like banging pieces of wood, like these two wooden blocks together. Pieces of wood. Like 
Yeah, no blocks. I, I, went, I went and found two branches and rubbed them together to make fire. No, I was bagging these two little wooden blocks together to make noise and the dance and everything. And so we officially became those parents who out in public, doesn't matter, got to get that kid to smile. We paid for this photo shoot. You will smile, kid. You will smile. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the nice weather we had when we were taking pictures, because I know that... uh, this time of year, the photographer's really booked. And so yeah. if it was raining, we, would have, we wouldn't have we would have had the, the beautiful pictures. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for trees. I want to bring up the debate that you and I got into Saturday, Callie, because I can't believe that you think I'm in the wrong. I 1000% believe that you're in the wrong because number one, this is not the Jeff Dollar that I know. And number two, I just feel like this is a rule that against humanity that you broke. And I can't even write. You said this as if I was going to jump in and say, oh my gosh, well, of course you handled that the right way. And it's totally the opposite. I'm actually, I'm not going to lie to you, a little bit disappointed in your behavior. And I will tell you this. After we tell the story, I'm so confident in my position that I'm almost embarrassed about how many messages we are likely to get telling you that you are wrong. I'm in advance embarrassed for you. So Jeff comes home on Saturday from the grocery store and says, oh my gosh, you'll never believe it. It took me so long at the grocery store because there was this woman in front of me and she was sing- she was counting out all of her money. She- he said, old lady, in front of me, like counting out her, you know, her change and like every dollar she was counting out. And she was like, he was like, oh my God, it took forever. It was actually really funny because she unfolded her bills and she took off the $10 bill and she like snapped it. You know, to make sure there was only one. And she set it on the counter. And then she started peeling off yeah, singles. Yeah, that's what you do when you're old. Yeah, and then she peeled it off. And so I wasn't annoyed at the weight or anything. I actually found it really, really endearing and adorable to watch her. Okay. So then he says that she realizes she's short $5 and turns to him and says, can you pay the $5 for me? And I was like, oh, that's cute. That's what I was thinking in my head. And I was like, what did you say? And he goes, I told her no, absolutely not. And I was like, you did what? You told an old lady that she couldn't have $5. You should have added the $5 to our thing. I feel like not only is it bad karma, but how rude are you? It's okay. Had she spent 30 seconds digging in her purse Had she prefaced the question, I'm so embarrassed to ask this, or I'm so sorry to ask this, or had she even used the word borrow, I 100% would have given her $5. And you always carry cash, so you had the money in your wallet. Most likely, I did. I probably had it in my wallet. I'd be shocked if I didn't. You're right. But the thing is, 
it happened because I was paying it because I was so enthralled at watching her count the money. And I thought it was like I was entertained by it. So I was watching the entire transaction unfold. And the minute she realized she was short five bucks, she turned to me and said, can I have five dollars? And I said, what? And she's like, I'm short five dollars. Can you pay five dollars for me? And my gut reaction was no, because that question came way too easily. It almost. This is such bad karma. I'm like shaking my head right now. I still can't believe that after, because you were in kind of a bad mood on Saturday. So I thought it was grumpy Jeff because the upside Jeff that I know, even if she was the rudest person ever, you normally would have paid and been like, yeah, it'll come back to me. Even if she was rude and, but. If the que- the problem was the question rolled off her tongue so easily, I, the que- the issue that I had was that it seemed to me like this was a common occurrence, and she would just turn to the person behind and throw it out there. And you know what? Her theory might be: if you're going fishing, if you bring five poles and put five lines in the water then you might catch, you know. That is the worst analogy ever. No, that's, so what I'm saying is like every time she goes to the grocery store, she might do the $5 short thing and then turn to the person behind her and say, do you have any money? So you and think if, she's a scammer? I don't know if it's, I wouldn't label her a scammer. I would label her, yeah, she's a scammer. I My, my gut told me scammer. If again, and if, if you're listening to this or if you want to try to pull this scam off, let me tell you what would have enticed me. Look in your purse or your wallet for 30 seconds and try to find the money. Apologize before say, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry. I hate to do this. I hate to put you in a weird situation, but could I, and then don't use the word can you just pay for this for me? Say, could I borrow? And then if she had said that, wham, five bucks, I would have put it down. And then if she said, let me give you my information and I'll mail you a check because she's old. That's how she would pay me back. Yeah. I would have said, of course you don't have to pay me back. It's happened to all of us. This, it's so but it just, weird. This it, is, the story is weirding me out. It all happened way too easily. So the moral of the story, if you're wondering, and you won't be able to sleep tonight, wondering how the old lady, who gave the old lady $5, no one did. And she had to put stuff back off of her, she, off of what she was getting. She had to put a jar of honey back. I cannot with you. I hope for your sake that she was a scammer, because if she was an old lady in need of something, you are seriously going to have some old lady, bad old lady karma. I don't disagree with you. And I am not worried at all because I'm that confident that it was a scam. So I will sleep easy tonight. I have a new project and it's really weird how I got into it. And I now can't decide. I'm very excited about it, but it it comes with mixed emotions because I did something that is totally out of my comfort zone. And to make a very long story that I will sometime tell you 
very short. I have a friend, Jeff and I have a friend who, um, is really well connected in like products and stuff like that. And she had mentioned to Jeff and I that we should meet with a friend of hers. She's, it was one of those meetings where it's like, I don't know how you guys would work together, but let me introduce you because you guys might have something in common. So I take this meeting and super hit it off with this woman. And when I, before I went to the meeting, I was doing research on her company and what they do. And I fell in love with one of the products. I thought it was genius. And it's a product called the Stair Barrier. It is a baby or pet gate made out of fabric that is gorgeous and fits in with with the aesthetic of your home. Well, I I think the proper way to describe it is it's a it's brilliant because it's a, a baby or pet gate for stairs or, you mm-hmm. know, room divider or whatever. It's not made out of fabric. It's covered in fabric. So it matches your decor. So when you look at it, it looks like it's made out of fabric, but it's sturdy and secure like a proper pet gate or baby. Right. Gate. So it's basically like, I'll be honest with you. When you were first talking about it and, and explaining it, I was, I, I thought, that's a that's cool because you can get a pet gate or whatever, yeah. a baby gate, I guess, to to match the way your house looks. But all I could imagine is, you know, a baby falling through the fabric like somebody falling through the curtain in a sitcom. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm on no. stage. And then I see it because we have one at the house now. It's an actual baby gate that gets covered in fabric. And it looks great in the house. Right. So that's what it is. So I was thinking and I'm like, you know what? I don't know where I got this and I don't know where I came up with this or the confidence, but it's like a bolt of lightning hit me. And I walked into the meeting and I was like, hey, I really believe, and she doesn't know me from Adam. Like she doesn't know I used to have a blog. She doesn't know. She doesn't care. She's just taking a meeting because her friend said, hey, will you take this meeting with this woman? So I show up and I'm like, hey, what if... I would like to put my name on the stair barrier and I would like to pick up fabrics and make it like something that I want to sell to my friends. And then I market it. So what if we do a Cali dollar line? And I was so confident about it. And she's like, yeah, sure. Pretty much. So now I'm going to be doing a line of these pet and, um, baby gates. And now I'm scared because I wasn't totally expecting her to say yes. And I also wasn't expecting her to tell me that I had good ideas. So now we're working on this product. Jeff gets to see the fabric samples for the first time this week and we get to talk through that. So it's exciting because it's a big marketing project for me. I really believe in what it is. I'm totally terrified. And what I didn't tell you about the first meeting that we had, Jeff, is that there were four people in the meeting plus me. So there are two women that are super into this, really excited, whatever. And there's two men that do the money side of it. Like they're responsible for, you know, making sure that, you know, it sells, but that it's a good investment financially and all that kind of stuff. They're sitting at the end of the table with their arms crossed, looking at me like, prove it. Who are you? You think you can do this? You prove it. And so I told one of the women when I left the girl that facilitated this whole thing, I was like, my entire goal is to have them smile because they're so happy with how this whole thing went that I'll knock them dead. 
And I'm equally parts terrified and motivated because I just want to see those guys smile and be like, wow, we were really glad we worked with her. All right. Hear me out. This just popped into my head. Okay. So I'm going to burst my bubble. I'm going to throw it out there the way you did. What if the fabric, instead of just matching the decor of the house or like having a cool texture or whatever, what if the fabric is actually something really, really horrifying? So not only does it protect the baby from falling down the stairs, but it scares the baby from even going near the top of the stairs. Like have the fabric be like a fire breathing dragon or some sort of monster that lives under the bed. And the kids don't even go near the top of the stairs. Yeah, I think maybe maybe you just got disinvited from our meeting this week. <laughs> or it could be like aliens from outer space, which provides for a convenient segue to something I want to touch on, UFOs. Oh, okay, UFOs. Do you believe in UFOs? I don't even know this about you. Uh, I don't not believe in them. Like th- To me, it's difficult to comprehend that in the vast ex- universe, in the in, you know, in the entire existence of everything that exists. That we're it. That we're the only planet that has intelligent life on life. it. Yeah. And this report comes out on Friday and I read it and I'm fascinated by the fact that it's not getting more coverage. So. What's the source? Is it a reputable source? The or gov- is it- it's the government's <laughs> un- like unredacted, like you know, completely open. Everybody can read it, report to Congress about unidentified flying objects. And I have highlighted a few points that we all need to be aware of. Number one, uh, there were 144 reports originated from official sources. This is between the years 2004 and 2021. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at 17 years. There's 144 reports of UFOs. 80 of those have multiple people saying, yeah, I saw it. In 18 of those incidents, the object that was being observed was behaving in a manner that wouldn't have been consistent with the environment around it. So it was holding perfectly still Mm -hmm. in super windy conditions. Or it was maneuvering abruptly, like it was just sitting there and then all of a sudden it descended or ascended really, really quickly, or it was, you know, going with the wind, but then all of a sudden it turned against the wind super quick with no explanation. Okay. Mm -hmm. And nobody's talking about this. You know, what's interesting about all of that is in these theories that that nobody's talking about it, that there's people, there's alien people from outer space coming to visit us. And we're just going to be like, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, I, no, that's not what I was going to say. The interesting part is if this is true and there are like aliens yeah. coming yeah. here, yes, that they are more advanced than we are. There's a guy named Mike Garrett. I found this in my research also. Um, he is the vice chair of Internet, the International Academy of Astronautics. Mm-hmm. And he's on a committee whose job it is to prepare for contact with extraterrestrials and how we will communicate with them. That's his job. That's crazy. So if you are standing in the lobby of a pizza hut waiting to pick up your pizza and breadsticks to take home to the family and he's next to you and you're like, hey, how you doing? You live in the neighborhood? Cool. What do you do for a living? He has to say, I basically get ready to meet extraterrestrials and how we're going to communicate with them. Fascinating. And the world isn't talking about it. So just know the upside keeping you informed. You're welcome. 
The world is opening back up, and that's a fantastic thing. But the stress and the problems and the anxiety that you are feeling is something that needs to be dealt with. But it's even more difficult now because things are, well, getting back to normal and they're busier and you have social obligations and work obligations and obligations for your kids. Well, luckily, the therapists and counselors, the licensed therapists and counselors with BetterHelp can meet with you on your schedule at your convenience in the comfort of your own home. You can do it using a video chat. You can do it via text message, phone call, whatever works for you. So if something is interfering with your happiness and you feel like it should be all better because the world is starting to be all better, but it's not, talk to a counselor from BetterHelp. Start living your happier life today. Get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health at betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. We are finally getting back to being out and about. And that means the time is now to take care of your skin. Whether you're ready to dive into a skincare routine or you're picking up your makeup brushes after a long break, make sure you make the best choices for your skin with Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics products are made with clean, high-performance, skin-loving ingredients. There are no toxic ingredients and they never test on animals. I use their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara and their Brilliant Eye Brightener every day and not only do I love the way they look, but the company behind them is a company that I am incredibly proud to partner with. For every product we buy, Thrive Cosmetics is going to donate to help women thrive, whether that's emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, or fighting cancer. I love Thrive Cosmetics. I love their products. I love their Bigger Than Beauty mission. And I know once you try them, you're going to love them too. Visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer for upside listeners. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. Thrivecosmetics.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, I didn't have a lot of expectations as I turned 40, but one thing that I thought is I wouldn't be dealing with bad skin anymore. I figured I left that in my teens and my 20s, but by the time I hit 40, no, pimples, bad skin, Uh uh-uh. Well, guess what? I was wrong, and I'm so glad I discovered Apostrophe. Prescription treatments for my skin delivered right to my door. They're a sponsor of this episode of The Upside, and they are so fantastic. You fill out Apostrophe's online quiz about your skin goals, your medical history, and the problems that you have. Then you snap a few selfies, and a dermatologist will create a customized treatment plan. They treat acne, but they can also help you with other skincare goals like reducing redness or wrinkles, 
dark spots, whatever it is. They've got a great deal for upside listeners. $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist. But you have to go to apostrophe.com slash upside. Use the code upside. To get started, go to apostrophe.com slash upside. Click on begin, begin visit. And then when you check out, use the promo code upside and you'll save $15. Thank you, Apostrophe, for helping my skin and for sponsoring this episode of The Upside. Today's quote of the day is, success doesn't come from what you do occasionally. It comes from what you do consistently. I've got three random things picked out, brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Uh, the first two have to deal with vegetables. Um, the first of these two, if you are trying to get your child to eat more vegetables, here's a trick. Put more on their plate study said that children will eat more corn or broccoli or any vegetable that they don't care for uh, if there's just more on their plate. If you only put a little bit and say finish that, mm. then it's a mind game. But yep. if you put a lot of it and say just have two spoonfuls, then they'll have two spoonfuls. Uh, and then the other food-related thing, um, if you eat something healthy before you go to the grocery store, you'll buy more healthy things at the grocery oh, store. Oh, what if you don't have anything healthy in your house? That's the trick. So just steal <laughs> an apple from the produce section, eat that while you're shopping, and you'll buy more produce. There you go. Um, you buy more of the last thing that you ate when you go to the grocery store to study. So if you eat something sweet, like cookie or whatever, then you're going to buy more of that stuff. Those are my two food-related things. My third random thing is if you're wondering why dogs spin around in a little circle before they poop, um, there's a couple of theories, but nobody really knows. One, it's trampling grass, and uh, a dog doesn't like to have their bum tickled <laughs> while they're doing that, which <laughs> makes total funny. sense. Um, the other is um, when a dog is – doing that they're they're virtually helpless so it's a way to scare away any snakes or anything else that mm -hmm. might be in it like bees something like if there's a bee's nest or whatever it's a way to find something that might be a danger to them so they can poop in safety those are my three random things okay now your ufo talk reminded me that i have the best article ever that's been sitting in my inbox about science facts and historical facts that have changed since we were in school and i saved these because when i was reading it it blew my mind so prepare to have your mind blown for the second time today on the upside first that no one's talking about aliens and second these facts you ready yeah is this along the lines of uh pluto nah it's not a planet anymore yeah. That type of thing? Okay. Yeah. Do you know why Pluto is not a planet? Um, I thought they let it back in. Because Pluto, was Pluto a planet when you went to school? It was a planet. What about you? It was a planet when I went to school. And then they then I, then they said, no, you're not a planet. And then I thought they made it a planet again. Well, it's a dwarf planet is uh, what they're calling yeah. it. And they downgraded Pluto because now that we have like better technology and stuff like that, they realized that actually Pluto is like smaller than the moon as in the Earth's moon that we see. Um, so they called it a planet thinking it was just a small planet, but it actually is smaller than a moon. So really not a planet. We just couldn't see it very well. So, so, so Pluto, as of Pluto, right now, not a planet. Not a planet. We have a fifth ocean. We do? We have a fifth ocean. So we have the Atlantic, Pacific, Indian, and Arctic. And now there's a new ocean called the Southern Ocean. Where does that live? 
Uh, it encircles Antarctica. And weren't there seven oceans? Like the Mediterranean no, Sea, the Indian those Ocean. Those are seas. Okay, so five oceans: Atlantic, Pacific, Indian, Arctic, and the Southern Ocean. Um, your ears and your nose do not grow your whole life. Did you ever hear that? That like I, old people have big ears because they grow your whole life? Yeah. Not yeah. true. Nope. It's just that because of gravity, it makes your skin droop and your face droop. So they look bigger, but they're actually not. It's just drooping skin. Have you heard the um, thing that your eyeballs are the same size from the day you're born to the day you die? Yeah. And that weirds me out. And I can't imagine, that, imagine that's true. I have spent a lot of time staring at Ellie's eyes <laughs> and that freaks me out. Yeah. It's really weird. Because um, it could be, they could be giant eyes in there. And then as she grows, the opening just gets bigger. You know what I mean? So we see more of the eye. Yeah, I don't know. But the eye doesn't get any bigger. It weirds me out. Yeah, it's really bizarre. A camel's hump does not store water. It stores fat. Uh, also, humans have more than five senses. I was like, what? But it actually does make sense because sense. there's- <laughs> makes six senses to be honest <laughs> hey. um we have the sense of balance temperature pain thirst hunger so really we have a lot of five, uh, five cents like more than five senses but they just teach us five um and it's like the sense of space like the ability to like you know touch yeah. your nose yeah and raindrops not tear shaped they're actually shaped like hamburger buns so those are things that I found that I thought were interesting and mind-blowing because I feel like my whole life is a lie. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Please visit callieandjeff.com to find lots more upside content and subscribe to Callie and Jeff's weekly email, The Pick Me Up. I got to say, I don't know why, but I'm feeling really good about this week. Oh, good. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. It's the week before a long weekend, so that's always a bonus. It's a week before a long weekend. I feel like you and I had a really productive, you know, Sunday, so you were excited about that, which makes me excited. We had a productive, I think we had a productive Saturday, too. Yeah, we had a productive weekend in general, um, but I just feel good about going into the week. I feel kind of like prepared for the week and, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm feeling like this is going to be a good week. I hope you didn't just jinx it. I hope that too. Hey, Callie and Jeff. Um, I about five minutes ago, getting up on the counter and getting food off of it. My husband, before um, he and I were married and long before I knew him, he had a chocolate lab that used to do the same thing. And so he took some mouse traps and set them, but he set them upside down so the dog wouldn't get hurt. And so when the dog would jump up on the counter, it would set one of them off and it would just fly up in the air and startle her. And um, so she wasn't hurt, but it, it curbed her behavior very quickly. And so then he would catch her. Sometimes she would just be standing up on two hind legs, looking at the counter and looking at the things on the, uh, up there that she possibly could get, but never put her paws on the counter and got things off of it again. Um, I hope y'all are having a great day and we'll talk to you soon.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We all have passions that push us to do big things in our lives. When you're following your passion, there are always a few things attached to it that you aren't so passionate about. For me, that's logistics. If logistics and order management are a burden on your passion, let me suggest ShipStation. They make it easy to manage your orders and get your products out the door so you can get back to what you really love. ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers, and they have over 100 thousand sellers that have chosen ShipStation. No matter how you sell, ShipStation funnels all of your orders into one simple interface. If you're a small business owner, you know the business never stops. And that's why I love that you can manage your ShipStation from anywhere, even your cell phone. You'll also get access to amazing discounts with major carriers, including UPS, FedEx, and USPS. Easily compare carriers and choose the best solution every time. Ship more in less time for a lot less money. Use the code UPSIDE to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in UPSIDE. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code UPSIDE. Make ship happen. Hi, I was just listening to today's show, and Jeff, Disney still has the Country Bear Jamboree. I was just there a few weeks ago, and they still have it, and it's so adorable. So I just thought I would let you guys know. Bye. Hey, guys. I just wanted to call today. Uh, I'll pause the episode. Um, so I definitely organize my groceries on the conveyor belt at the store. I like to think that people working there appreciate it. I don't know, I, but I think that. So... I do it for myself because it just drives me nuts. I want to have the cold stuff with the cold stuff, you know, whatever. Thanks. Hi, guys. This is Kim. Just calling in about the car seat issue and the grocery store. I know Publix will walk you out, but if you ask at any grocery store, they will walk out with you and bring your buggy back for you. My son is a bagger at Kroger, and he walks out all the time with customers to help them with their groceries. So don't be embarrassed or, or afraid to ask for help. Just have someone walk out with you, Callie, and while they're putting groceries in the car, you can be putting little Ellie in her seat. And the tip about covering the car seat with a towel or a blanket or something, that would help with the heat. Hope this helps. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, guys. I'm listening to this episode, and Jeff is talking about his 10K around Ellie's birthday, and I have a little bit of advice. I've been running my entire life competitively, multiple marathons, multiple half marathons. And while running is easier for me than most people, the biggest overcoming factor, and I'm sure Jeff faced this when he did his triathlon, is the mental piece. And so without fail, the most important thing that you can possibly do to accomplish this goal is to find a race and sign up for it. Saying you're going to run a 10K is awesome. Hoping that you'll do it around Ellie's birthday is awesome. But I can tell you with years and years, actually decades of experience, actually signing up for a race, knowing the day, getting the bib number, getting the welcome package, 
is the most important thing that you can do to accomplish this goal and make it happen. Hi, guys. Hope you're well. I remembered one of the things about um, grocery shopping with kids, um, and I now have three. So at some point I had, like, a newborn, a one-year-old, and a two-year-old, something like that. It was crazy. Anyways, I remember that I would look for parking spots really close to the cart return. It's not, like, right next to it, sort of across from it, but, like, super close. So when I put the cart in, like, I literally wasn't walking too far away from my car. So if you think about that before you go in, by the time that you leave, it's just a simple grab-and-go or the other way around. Anyways, good luck. Good morning, guys. Um, you are talking about juggling too many balls in the air. And I heard somebody on Instagram actually talking about how it often is overwhelming when you have, you know, 80 things in the air, 80 balls in the air, and that sometimes it's it's okay to look at, like, step back, look at all the balls that are in the air and know that they all change form. So, for example, maybe one of the balls that's in the air is made of rubber, and if it bounces, that's okay. We can deal with it another day, right? But then there might be one that's glass. If that ball drops, it's going to shatter. And so sometimes you just have to take a step back, look at all the balls and figure out which ones can survive not being attended to in that moment or being caught in that moment, so to speak, and, and just go on. So you just have to really, and it, it's really helped me um, in my life. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? This ball is rubber. It'll bounce. I can, I can let this go and deal with it another day or vice versa. Anyways, I thought that was an interesting perspective when you are juggling a lot in life. Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. It is our failure to become our perceived ideal that ultimately defines us and makes us unique. It's not easy, but if you accept your misfortune and handle it right, your perceived failure can become a catalyst for profound reinvention.